All right, everyone. Welcome to the NBA 2019 mock draft presented by no one. Uh, but this is we like are the NBA on TNT. Honestly, presented by no one. <laughs> uh, cool. We have I'm Connor. Uh, we have Carson with us on the line, and Brennan, of course, is here in studio. So we're gonna do a whole first round. Let's, let's mock be draft. honest. This is our mock draft simulation. I like I like calling it a okay. simulation because oh. that's honestly what it is. Right. I mean, let's be honest. Say whatever you want, nerd. Uh, all right. Uh, Carson. Wow. Well, you know we live in a simulation. So. Yeah. Carson, are we? <laughs> I'm not even going down the matrix right there. Uh, Carson, thanks for joining us, buddy. Of course, of course. All right. It's good to be here. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? That it's good to be here. Oh, thank you. It's an honor a sunny day in a exactly. closed room. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we guys, what we basically are going to end up doing here is we have two minutes between picks. Uh, however, we've looked at a ton of mock drafts. We've got a lot of detailed information on our end, so it's not, I don't think, going to be too difficult to make decisions. Uh, but we are going to jump deep into some of these numbers, make the decisions, commentate briefly on them uh, while the other person is picking. So just to walk you guys through, for the first three picks, uh, Brendan has number one, I have number two, and Carson has three. So essentially how it's going to go, Brendan most likely will take Zion with the first pick. Me and Carson will commentate on, or I'm sorry, Carson and Brendan will commentate while I make my decision, and then that's how it works. That way, we're always yeah. constantly moving here. Okay. Sounds good. Carson, you good with all that? Sounds good. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, well, I'm actually really pumped about this. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be really so, fun. We also have uh, all 30 teams are picked up by everyone here. Uh, so we have uh, all 10 teams for me. I can start making trades even if they aren't in the draft. For example, I have the yeah. Rockets, the Nuggets. They aren't in there. Carson, the Mavs, and the Kings. Brennan has the Raptors, Clippers, and recently Lakers. So, uh, yeah, basically we're just going to be trading in and out. Uh, you don't have to, but we're just going to make it a little fun. So, All right, let's uh, get rolling. All right, guys, so NBA draft officially on the clock now. Are the Pelicans up? Up, done. All right. We made our pick. The pick is in. Brandon, here are the Pelicans. Second so with the, with the number one pick in the 2019 NBA draft, the Pelicans are going to take Zion Williamson, power forward out of uh, Duke University. Not much can be said here uh, with Zion. Overall, kind of a freak human specimen, honestly. I think he's the closest thing to a LeBron-type physical specimen that we've seen coming out of the draft and this highly rated coming out of the draft. And I, I mean, honestly, I think Zion probably could have declared out of high school and still been a top ten pick in the draft. So like, it, we've honestly been waiting for this kid to kind of make it up to the league and see what he can do. He gets uh, to play in New Orleans, uh, who just acquired Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart, <laughs> and whoever the fourth pick is. Like, so New Orleans, I mean, they just got probably one of the most hyped up players in a long time. So it should be interesting to see what they do like, in the off season. Uh, ditto. So. Uh, yeah. Carson, yeah, I yeah think... not not much else to say about that. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. He like he's just an athletic freak, but it's not just like that's all he has. He's an athletic freak who can do everything on the court. Like it. Shot sixty eight percent from the field in college, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, and considering really he was out. he was thirty four percent from three, so he's yeah. basically like seventy five percent from exactly yeah. twenty two point yeah. points a game. Uh, really great rebounder, uh, especially, he's only 6'7", but he's a really good rebounder. Um, his assist number, only 2.1 at Duke, but I can see that easily going up, um, especially because he'll probably be a ball handler for a no. lot of the time. With, I mean, with the pellet, like, Drew Holiday's going to play off the ball. Lonzo ball? Lonzo, but he and Lonzo right. are going to be ball no, handlers. We're going to agree to disagree. Number two pick is in. We're done talking about this piece of trash named Zion. <laughs> <laughs> if we're out of if here, he's man. the best, most hype. <laughs> person in the draft why did you not make it to the final four facts because mm. you're into taco fall <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> no no cassius winston baby exactly all right uh carson so oh sorry it's my pick my bad number two overall pick um all right i'm gonna go well i was gonna go wild here but let's make it um i'm offering a trade the number two pick uh actually i'm offering a trade before i'm gonna pick mine but i'm offering mike Conley for the pelicans fourth pick Hmm. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, so, number two pick, I'm taking John Morant. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, because the guy basically is Russell Westbrook. Um, he played for Murray State. Let's see, we got 24.5 points per game this past year. Basically shot 50% from the field. And averaged 5.7 rebounds, 10 assists a game, 
and 2.1 steals. He had a lot of turnovers, uh, but, I mean, that's to be expected when you have a basically 50% usage rate. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's all got, I got. He got worked a ton at Murray State. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not much else to say for him. Uh, uh, pretty Again, this draft's pretty top-heavy, I yeah. would say, as an overall rule. Um, but, I mean, it should be interesting. A lot of the guys are going to be, later in the draft, are going to be little situational guys. Uh, so teams that pick them up, are gonna, they're going to be like really plug-and-play guys, I think, for most of it. Carson, so. what's your take? John Morant is like a he, – he can do everything. He's like – he can play point guard. He can play the one through the three, really. He, he can pass. He had some insane like left-handed passes he was doing around the back. Like mm-hmm. He has like Derrick Rose athleticism, but also like a LeBron-type court vision where he can just kind of do everything. And like he honestly – He's going to be a really good floor general for the uh, Grizzlies. But Mike Connolly's kind of in that role, so I see Mike Connolly getting traded away. So they can maybe get a shooter or a big man on the Grizzlies to help Moran out. But Agreed. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm 100% with that because I, I do think maybe they'll keep Connolly maybe another year. But I actually I think they'd be better off just giving Morant all the – Mm-hmm. PT he wants because yeah, I mean they're I'm gonna excited. try. I, I assume they try to run both of them in a backcourt. Yeah, uh, see how it goes. Yeah. Conley's probably g- becomes a little bit of a two guard if he doesn't get traded. Um, I see Morant being mo- the ball handler mostly, and Mike Conley just kind of playing off the ball a little bit. No, so. because Morant's just he's big enough. Like right. he's six three. Westbrook's six mm-hmm. three, right? I think Conley's also six three. Okay, so, so they're he, about the he's same height. Got decent size yeah. on them too. So. Um, all right, let's. You ready for the third pick, Carson, or you want? I am. I am ready. All right. And you Big shocker here for the New York Knicks. They have been terrible forever, but they are going to take R.J. Barrett to lead them to the promised land. Is the promised land fourth? <laughs> fourth, fourth from the bottom, or yeah? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was going to say fourth maybe a little bit too high. <laughs> the promised land is the twelfth pick next year. <laughs> R.J. Barrett has to be the pick here. One. He's probably overall just the best offensive player. Like, he's just a pure scorer. He didn't shoot that well from three this year. I think he was, like, almost below 30. He wasn't very good from three. But he he really is a scorer. He can he can drive to the bucket, floater, kick out if he has to. He's just an all-around offensive player. And he's probably the best overall NBA prospect. But Zion, obviously, with his size and Moran, just with everything he can do. But... Barrett really is the fantastic player, and the Knicks the Knicks need everything. So it's not mm-hmm. even like a team needs because they need everything possible. Yeah. But he can probably win them some games just by scoring thirty if he has to type thing. I think he's a very he's a very anti- prototypical NBA prospect is what I, when I think of RJ Barrett, I think of uh, so very prototypical. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> I actually do see some red flags. I'm not a, I'm not on RJ Barrett. I'm not very high on him at all. Uh, he shot 30% from three. He takes a lot of terrible shots and makes a lot of bad decisions from last year. And I don't know about a lot of prospects that whose decision-making is like significantly better when they get to the NBA. Um, yeah. But I, I will ask you, Carson, this, while Brandon's figuring out the fourth pick here, because it's actually kind of tough. Uh, Barry, what do you think, between John Morant and R.J. Barrett, would you rather have Morant or Barrett uh, if you're the two or three pick? I'm saying Morant, just because I think Barrett, I think Barrett's, I'm not a big ceiling floor type person, I don't like that, but I think Barrett is kind of going to be kind of like a Devin Booker type of guy, where he can get, he can score a bunch, but in reality, he's not going to get you wins. Meanwhile, Morant, he can score, he can pass, he can defend. I just think Morant's an overall better franchise player and he'll last longer in the league. You know, R.J. Barrett could just have a good first five-year score and then just slowly decline. Yeah, he could always be. I like that comparison, actually. Um, where, let's take, Morant feels like he could be a game-changer for a franchise. Where yeah. Barrett, yeah, Barrett can be, like, beneficial and he'll be useful. Like you said, he can drop 30, but he's yeah. probably not going to be one of the best passers out yeah. there. I mean, looking at his assist numbers, he averaged, uh, let's see, 4.3 assists this past year. Which is fine. I mean, that's not bad. But at the same time, like he's got Zion on his team, man. Yeah, yeah. They did. They ran a lot of ISO though, when it wasn't alley oop. Yeah, exactly. I think the right. I think the best case scenario for RJ Barrett is that he turns into Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Um, that's like best case scenario for him. Uh, just kind of being that kind of ball handler, like 
like combo guard, honestly. He, he'd be a really tall combo guard, which I think is something he could... Yeah. You don't have to shoot a very good percentage from three to be a combo guard. Uh, he's more of a point guard than he is a small forward. He's like right in the middle, I think. Yeah, I like <laughs> he has more potential as that, fine. especially for the Knicks. So... Because they need pretty much everything, again, as you said. So. All right, you ready for the fourth pick? So now we're getting into the This weeds. is interesting. Um, I have a choice to make, obviously, Anthony Davis. By the time we were making this, I was actually going to trade this fourth pick to <laughs> the Pelicans anyway for Anthony Davis because I had the Lakers. But now the Pelicans, of course, have this pick. Um, it's interesting. Um, but what I think I'm going to do is I'm not going to make this pick. Okay. I'm th- I think I'm going to trade this pick to the Chicago Bulls. Right. Who I have it seven. All right, the Chicago Bulls are be trading up to four, up three spots for their unprotected first round pick next year, and this seventh pick, and probably just a filler prospect guy like I don't know Denzel Valentine. He's on an expiring contract. All right, Carson. It's, it's really big, but once you see who I, what my plan is, I think it will I make sense. I know, I know your plans, Carson. Uh, do you veto or accept the trade? Uh, that that sounds fair. Okay, I'm in too. Um. So, all right, yeah, deal. All right, so what Chicago Bulls make? obviously taking a risk. The Chicago Bulls at number four are going to take Darius Garland uh, out of Vanderbilt. Bunch of idiots. To be their new starting point guard. Um, Chicago is obviously looking to have that one last prospect that will take them over the hump and perform next year, maybe make the playoffs in the East, and then possibly attract uh, free agents with their young core. Again, they're just adding a piece to their young core, I think. Um, they're taking a risk here with their first round pick next year. If they're bad, then it's a, I think it's that's not a good move. But if they overachieve, which I think the Bulls have potential to be good next year, yeah, uh, with their core. So it's kind of a, like a risk, like what the Mavericks did with Luka. But Luke, it's a completely different story because it was Luka Doncic, and I think it was worth it, even because they didn't make the playoffs. Um, but I think for the Bulls, that's it's kind of a move where. They, it's, it's again, it's a very top-heavy draft, so they're trading up to get a guy who is just outside, I think, of the top. And I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to say this is a very Bulls trade because I think mm-hmm. this is a complete disaster. Carson? Um, so you're looking at Darius Garland. No one, no one other than people who watch his YouTube high school mixtapes really know how good he is. But if you think about it, the, the next best prospects are DeAndre Hunter and Jared Culver, who could play the two in the NBA or could play the four. They're both stretch forwards. But the Bulls already have Markinen and Wendell Carter in the front court. The back court, Zach Levine was looking really good. Yeah. So if they can just get a point guard, it, I mm-hmm. personally I take Kobe White over him. I was gonna ask but, you. Yeah, I think Kobe White's a better player. Garland when he did when he did uh play a Vanderbilt, he didn't obviously have too many, but he is just like a natural born scorer. He's not going to be a defender at all, but he can score the ball. I get what you're saying with Kobe White. I do. I think Darius Garland is a player who is more of a guy that they would trade up for because I don't think the Bulls would trade up for they think he's for Kobe White because okay. they think yeah, they could get him. They could get him at seven. Um, I think Darius Garland's guy the Bulls think is another really top rated guy that added that young core. I think they can make that trade, be content giving up their first round pick next year. Um, and just hoping it works out. Oh, so, we have I to have some draft bust. Garland, so yeah, yeah. That, I mean, and the thing about New Orleans is stocking up on picks. I agree, David yeah. Griffin is trying to get as many picks as possible. Yep. So if any of these guys they get from the AD trade don't work out, he just has more assets. Oh. Honestly, I so like again, the, and now the the Pelicans have the seventh pick still in this draft. All so right. so I'm gonna I've got the Cavs next. Um, I've got some rose colored glasses on here. But positionally, it makes the most sense. Um, I think they're going to take DeAndre Hunter with the fifth pick. Um, I would I would like Jarrett Culver because they kind of need some creators, but they already have Colin Sexton. And they just need a bit of a balancing force in there. John Beeline just coming from Michigan. I mean, he definitely knows about DeAndre Hunter. I think he's going to be higher up on him than he is Jarrett Culver. Um, just because, I mean, of course, we watch a lot of Big 12 basketball. I don't know. They play basketball. Just never, you know. There's not like there's competition there, and clearly they played well in the tournament. But you know, yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. long term prospect, I think Hunter's going to be a guy where he'll be a three and D guy for the next ten years if he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a Malcolm Brogdon type role. Like exactly, he could be an all he could be an all star, but like he he's kind of he's kind of looking out to be like a just really good overall role player. 
it will start for a while. Plus, if he got if he if we told you he was going to average twelve points a game this year, right? With let's say five rebounds, a few assists, but he's going to be a top defensive guy for, against the other team. You would mm-hmm. you would accept that if you're the Cavs. You're kind of looking just for for anything to really just get you yeah. back where you need to go, and that's a piece uh, that I think. Yeah. You're better off with. Plus, this, you can learn from Kevin Love. Yeah, I, I love this pick for the Cavs. This is such a great scenario, and this is exactly how the Cavs would want it to play out. Yeah. They want people to fight over Garland at four yeah. so that someone takes Garland and not Hunter at four. Yeah. So they can take Hunter. I think this is a great move. This is a perfect fit, I think. Mm-hmm. Hunter is a great shooter. Colin Sexton is not. <laughs> and yeah. Hunter, again, he played off the ball a lot at UVA. Yeah. So he's a great fit alongside Sexton, who is a very on-the-ball ball handler guy who's not a great jump shooter, but DeAndre Hunter has proven he is a good jump shooter. I mean, DeAndre Hunter last year averaged 15 points a game for a Virginia team. I mean, we, oh, am I kidding? I, I, I watch every game. UVA did average, like, what, 71 last year? Yeah, they did. Yeah, but, I mean, even then, we, we slow it down, and we have a lot of different guys that are able to score. Yeah, also, um, he, he's the third best scorer on the team. Yeah, right, exactly. And he shot 52% from field, 43% from three. Uh, so I know a lot of the only question mark really with him was more of well defensively. I know NBA guys love this crap, but they're like, well, he doesn't get a lot of blocks or steals. I, I think that's idiotic. Who cares? He's a good. He's a great on ball defender. Yeah, like, I watched him play. He's he's, he's a good. Doesn't defender. matter, right? Especially and the Cavs. Need, he, he think he's a good complement in that regard to mm-hmm. Sexton as well. Yep. Because Sexton is again a little. He's not a great defender. He could improve, but he's not. He's pure. He's basically just a good floor general right now. Yep. Sexton. He could obviously improve to be that defender, but DeAndre Hunter, like right now, is a plug-and-play good defender and a yep. solid three-point shooter, just a good guy to add. I think the Cavs would be happy with that pick. Yeah, I mean, he, I think any championship team would like him on their team, yeah, right? He's, like, he's a great. That's a guy where you're like, yep. I want to have him. So, yeah, DeAndre yep. Hunter, congratulations. Dude, our first UVA player is taken off the board, Carson. There we go. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, Carson. You have the sixth pick, the Suns, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the Suns, so. I'm going to go with Kobe White. Yeah, perfect. perfect. I like that pick a lot. I got nothing. That, I don't think they're going to make it because it makes too much sense. They're going to pick like Cam Reddick. So. <laughs> I think they'll end up, yeah. But if you think about their team, they have kind of like a 76ers type team mm-hmm. from like three years ago. They have mm-hmm. a lot of good young talent already. DeAndre Ayton, he was like the third best rookie this year, and he still had a really good year. And it's hard to find a good big man, and he's looking to be like an Embiid type, not as dominant, but he can get rebounds and hold down the paint. They have uh, Mikal Bridges, who's been a really good power forward, and they have Devin Booker, who's a natural scorer. Kobe White is obviously kind of score-first kind of guy, but he has the same type of speed as De'Aaron Fox does, and kind of like the same kind of little pest defense where he's all over you and just makes it uncomfortable. Carson, let me ask you, you actually got to go and watch the Duke-Carolina ACC semifinal game? At that game. Yeah. Um, Obviously, other than Zion. So, while I was at that game, I just looking at it, I thought Carolina was the better team, but I thought that Kobe White was the best player on the floor during that game. Because Zion, yeah, he had like 36 points, but in the first half, he ended with like 18, and he didn't even know he scored. He was just kind of like a lot of free throws. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Kobe White was... He was hounding Trey Jones on defense. He got the ball. He pushed it down the court in like two seconds. He was gone. He was making absolutely like smart plays. Yeah. So I, yeah, but well, Kobe White, I think, is the perfect guy to put alongside Devin Booker. Uh, they're both six oh, yeah. five. Um, Booker's more of a scorer. Uh, Kobe White is more of a, I think, facilitator and just he's a lot. You're right. He's a lot like Darren Fox. Um, and Darren Fox is, he's, let's be honest, he's not really that much of a scorer, Darren Fox. He's more no. of a, like a defender and kind of just a really quick guy who can, on fast breaks, push the pace. Uh, I think he's, like, he's a great fit for Phoenix. This is exactly what Phoenix wants, too. Oh, yeah. And um, they should take him. He's such yeah, a he's, good player. He's a really yeah. good, really good player. Um, yeah. I think mm-hmm. an exceptional pick for Phoenix. I will say what's interesting about uh, his, Kobe White's case he actually averaged 2.7 turnovers a game last year for a guy who handled the ball for probably 35 minutes a game. I mean, that's really impressive. And yeah, with the Carolina team that runs it once they touch it. Exactly, so right. They're, they're never yeah. really running sets. It's never really bad plays. They're just 
you're going full speed. The person beside you may cut or he may go out wide, and you don't know type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And, I, and Monty Williams is new head coach of the Suns. Uh, what they did oh, yeah. in Philly is a lot of fast break. Idea. Yeah. So again, yes. you want guys who can push the pace. I think Kobe White can do that. Yeah. I, I like to pick a lot. Great pick. So. Um, I, I we're back to me, man. Are you? Oh, what, what pick are we at? We're at seven, which oh, is yeah, the, Pelicans the Pelicans now. Mm-hmm. So interesting decision here. Um, I think I know what I want to do. Um, I think with this pick, uh, the Pelicans, I'm going to go with a guy who people kind of flew under the radar. Um, the Pelicans, after trading Anthony Davis, um, they were, so now they have Lonzo. If you look at their lineup, they have Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, Zion. There's a hole at center. Jackson Hayes is a really underrated player and he would fill that starting lineup out perfectly. He he's 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 he played really honestly really well at Texas. I don't think a lot of people really kind of paid attention to what he did. Um, he shot uh, like pretty good from the field, seventy two percent, ten points a game. Do you know what? I'm trying to find his blocks here. What? How many blocks did he get per uh, game? Two point seven. Two point seven blocks. That's 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 really oh, I'm two point two. Two point two. Well, same that's same it. kind of thing. Two blocks a game is is pre- is is pretty impressive. Um, as a rim protector, I think you see these guys from Texas, these Texas big men who have come out the past couple of years um, and been really good rim protectors. Uh, Jared like Allen, um, uh, Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba, you're right, and now Jackson Hayes is the next guy in line. Uh, I think this fills out the starting lineup for New Orleans very well, um, and mostly why I picked this is because New Orleans sees Atlanta on the board at eight. And Atlanta's probably thinking Jackson Hayes. Yeah. So if New Orleans can take that talented player from I think that's kinda I think that's a pick for New Orleans that just fills out that starting lineup. Makes sense. Uh Carson, anything you want to add or I think that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um I'll go jump into eight then right away. So the Hawks have a lot of needs, uh but they've got a good young player in Trey Young. I very think, good young player. I mean, Alan, <laughs> he was very, very talented. Him and Luka Doncic were so great last year. Man, it's tough to make this pick because I don't like it. Uh, however, man, with number eight pick, I'm going to go with Cam Reddish because mm-hmm. I just think that's the pick they're going to make. I like Culver. He's a good player. Well, this is your pick. Are you, are you going to pick Cam Reddish? What? You're, you're picking Cam Reddish? Like, this is your pick. Yeah, number eight pick. Yeah, Cam Reddish. All right. Because I don't think Culver makes sense next to Trey Young. Um, uh, Yeah, so there we go. Carson, anything you want to add there? Uh, Reddish is a really good shooter. And really, that's that's all I need. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. They're going to try to create, like, a... They're going to try to turn Trey Young to, like, a little Steph Curry. So he's a great shooter, great ball handler. And if he has somebody beside him that he can dish out to any time... Mm-hmm. He'll be good. Yep. Because then it's like if they double team him, well, you're leaving him open. So mm-hmm. it's just gonna kind of be like a little Warriors type thing if they can do it the right way. Yeah, I th- I think they're gonna put Cameron at small forward and the guy they drafted last year. Not people, not people remember is Kevin Herter, yeah. who played really well last year actually. Um, they kind of reminded me when him and Trey Young are playing the backcourt of Curry and Clay. They're both shoot efficiently from three, and that's what I like in a, that kind of backcourt. So. Again, I think Cam Reddish is a good pick. Um, I don't know if I would have taken him this high, but again, if it's Atlanta thinks they want to do, then take the player you want at this exactly. point. You also have a pick of 10, so you right. know you have two top 10 picks. So uh, Carson, I think I, I'm good in there. Uh, we have the ninth pick coming up here. Is that the Wiz? That is the Washington Wizards. Wizards. All right. Oh, man. Good luck on this. <laughs> so the, the Wizards is the station we get at home, and I know nothing about the Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Other than John Wall tore his ACL at home and Bradley Beal's overrated, <laughs> I think I think that the best possible pick for the Wizards has to be Jarrett Culver. If he can somehow drop to nine, because there's some things that have him going fourth. Like if he could maybe drop to nine, I don't think they have another choice because they got rid of Otto Porter, and who knows what's happening with John Wall. So if they can get Culver, he can at least maybe try to maintain him with Beal until Wall comes back. He can try to, he can score. He's a good scorer. Even in the championship game, he didn't do very well against Hunter, but he also had like the best defender on him, but he was still putting good moves. 
He scored when he need to. He can go to his left. He's just, he's a he's a good scorer. He's I think he'll kind of be like a hunter type player, just not as good because he has a build for the NBA too. Agreed. And, I, I I like that pick. Also, I think they might be trying to move Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. So, I was going to ask you, Carson. If they make this pick, do you think Bradley Beal is they're going to more aggressively try to trade Beal? Because that's what I would think if they're going to take Culver. They'll probably try to get a big man with uh, get rid of Beal. Yeah, they have, their big man's been like Martin Gortat for the past three years. <laughs> right, yeah, they kind of just stuck around. I actually yeah. heard a uh, trade rumor. It's the Thunder are looking at Beal because they, they know they need someone next to... Westbrook, that can Steven shoot. Adams. Yeah, Adams. Mm-hmm. That's what I've actually heard. That they're thinking about getting rid of Adams, and then at the same time, the Wizards are interested in just kind of tanking from here on out. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But I yeah, think the Wizards think. really would have liked Cam Reddish because uh, oh, yeah. that's a more plug-and-play guy, especially if Wall comes back, then they could have kept Wall, Beal, and Reddish. But honestly, at this Wall's point, the Wizards have got to acknowledge the fact that you're terrible, really. <laughs> like yeah. Honestly, you have really nothing outside of Bradley Beal. So, yeah, I think that's a good pick. Cool. All right, um, I'm at 10. So, guys, what we're doing with multiple picks on the draft, so I have the Hawks, uh, so I'm going to have 10 and 17 at the same time, okay? Uh, so just to make sure the audience all knows. Um, all right, 10 and 17. Oh. All right. Uh, let's get a little wild here. I like, I like this. I know. So it's at that point where you get a little wild. <laughs> I know. So the Hawks have Cam Reddish. What player do the Hawks really want? Um, I think the Hawks would have liked Jackson Hayes, but I think so board. too. But I was gonna, I, I'm like, I don't think they're willing to trade both their picks for Jackson Hayes. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'm gonna go a. I'm gonna go with the big man, um, uh, Sequoia Dumboyo. Is that right? Sequoia Seku Dumboyo. That sounded legit. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I think he's he's a forty six nine. They're looking for a big guy, but also some of those international guys, especially a guy he's like thirty four percent from three in your league. That's yeah. pretty good. No, um, Dumbia is 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 really like a kind of crazy athlete. If okay. you watch any of his tape, um, he's like super crazy athlete. He's actually really 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 good. He puts up really good stats. And most of these guys get picked because they're just physical specimens. Yeah. But Dumbia actually put up pretty good stats. Uh, in Euroleague, so that's what impressed me about him. I was watching a little bit of him. He's he's really really good. He's um he plays a little bit of power forward, a little bit of small forward. Honestly, he could ball handle too. It's it's he's kind of a whole package, and I think for the Hawks, he's a guy they could just plug and play. Honestly, and like especially if you think John Collins is more of a center, yeah, then you put Dumbia at the four and just you know, see how that yeah. goes. I think I think John Collins could be a power forward or a center. So I mean, either one of those you. Run you those guys. So. Definitely. No, so I, th- I think that pick just kind of makes sense for them. Um, totally. So who is at 11? That is me. Um, is that the Timberwolves? The Tim- Minnesota Timberwolves at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Uh, kind of sucks. I kind of really wanted uh, Sekou Dumbia. Um, uh, there's a guy who I'm looking at that I think would be a pretty good fit here for the Timberwolves. And I'm going to go with Ryu, Rui Hachimura Ooh. Uh, out of Gonzaga. Good pick. Um, the Timberwolves at this point, we don't, Andrew Wiggins, we've kind of accepted what Andrew Wiggins at this point is. He's an overpaid jump shooter who doesn't make jump shots. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And his athleticism is clearly all he relies on, uh, but he doesn't use it. And it really frustrates me about Andrew Wiggins. He's one of the most frustrating players to watch in the NBA. Like, he's just super frustrating. But Ruby Hachimura, he, I think he's a four-year starter at Gonzaga, if I'm, or, or is a four-year player at Gonzaga. Was he a senior? I think he's a three-year three year junior. Okay. Yeah. But he has that experience. Um, obviously not coming from a big conference, but he is clear. I'm looking for a guy who can come in, play immediately, and a guy who can bring a little bit of veteran presence in a super young team at this point. Yeah, bring some fire to the team. Bring too. some, like, just a guy who, um, you know, just can come in and play immediately. If I'm looking at his stats here, um, Got like 40 41% again, from three. That's a really good percentage from three. Um, pretty, pretty decent rebounder for his size, it looks like. You know, doesn't, doesn't, I mean, doesn't really turn the ball over that much. I mean, honestly, that's what you look for in a young players, with these experienced young players. I think Minnesota just needs a guy who can just be kind of a consistent player oh, yeah. alongside he's, Towns because Towns is consistent. He's an all-around baller. But Hachimura can be consistent yeah. as well. So uh, Carson, anything you want to add to that? I mean, I, I like 
like the player. I'm pretty sure D'Angelo Russell is coming to Timberwolves. That's the rumor. Yeah. Is, you know. Yeah. So they don't they like they don't really need a score. Hachimura is perfect. I watched the the Duke Gonzaga game. That was probably one of the best games all season. Mm-hmm. He was the reason they won. He was playing fantastic defense and pick and roll. He was like unstoppable. He he's just an all around really good player. It's not like he is outstanding in one. He can do everything really consistently. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. Perfect. All right, awesome. So next pick we have, uh, is that the um, Heat? That is Miami Heat, I believe. Ye- Sorry, no, it's Charlotte. The, it's the Hornets. The Charlotte it's Hornets. Hornets. Okay, so, so you, are, you are the Charlotte Hornets. So I'm up on this one. All right. Um, All right. Who's, who's the pick after that? The pick after the heat. is the Heat. Yes. Oh, God. Man, I'm getting a lot of picks out of the way. Hornets um, are interesting. Oh, Hornets. <laughs> Lord, help me. I, I have the Heat. I have the Heat. Ugh. So it's got to. It really depends on if Kemba Walker stays or Man. leaves. Man, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of moving parts here, but I think let's he's as, let's assume Kemba Walker stays. Okay. We have Nick Batum on the team. We have Zeller on the Miles team. Bridges, Miles and Bridges, Miles Bridges, Malik Monk. Malik Monk. are the young players you have to build off. Oh man, I'm waiting for the dumbest pick of the draft, and I think we've got it. Like I wouldn't pick it personally, but this is if I'm Charlotte. Dude, they're gonna pick Bowl Ball. <laughs> I love that, dude. That's that is such a Hornets pick. Like yeah. that is unbelievably such a Hornets pick. I mean, I think it's a terrible idea, but <laughs> if I'm the Hornets, I think they're gonna be like, oh, he's seven two. Like, yeah, per- that's um, so true. So yeah, there you go. I wanted to pick like a good player, but actually, no, let scratch that. I I can't pick Bowl Ball. Like I can't personally. I knew you were gonna it. talk yourself out of that. <laughs> if I if they want a real player who I think just makes I think the most I don't think Charlotte's sense, gonna take Bowl. No, if I'm Charlotte, are gonna take him. Yeah, yeah, honestly, Carson. Yeah. Like everything we've talked about has too much logic. If I'm Charlotte, I'm taking Brandon Clark. Okay. I like that pick. He's a, lot. A, he's a beast. I, I I loved watching Gonzaga this year because the Gonzaga boys go back to back. Yeah, I, I think Brandon Clark's a stud and if you have the opportunity to take him, you take him and who cares who you have elsewhere. So Totally agree. Um anyway, sorry. He's a good player. There you go, Carson. Clark's probably the best defensive player in the draft. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I'm, I'm biased for Hunter, but Clark is just an absolute beast on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah Clark I, and Hunter be, oh, man, they'd be a fourth I think I think he fits in really well, especially if you're going to play him at the four. I yeah. think he's a good defender to have. Um, I mean, honestly, you just you just need guys who you know can produce. Especially if Kemba stays, he's a good player to have. Good defensive player. And even if he leaves, he's a guy who, you know, could take a little while to like kind of find his potential, especially yeah. offensively, yeah. but... Again, really good prospect. I like that pick a lot. So, yeah. So I was like, they can't pick Bull Bull. This is too stupid. <laughs> as much as I really want that to happen, I just I would feel so bad for Hornets fans. Like well, if there the, are any Hornets fans. Them. Yeah, exactly. Carson, uh, I think you're actually up. The oh, sorry, buddy. Heat. Took a while. Uh, Miami Heat. I am going. Somebody that has actually been been skipped over for. I'm gonna go with Nasir Little. I like that pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Sear Little was obviously projected to be like top five coming out of high school. He won all the MVPs for the All American game, that kind of that kind of thing. Then he kind of Carolina, he kind of got stuck playing under Luke May and Cameron Johnson, so he didn't really get to in, he didn't get to really shine as much. But he still wasn't a really good player. He he's kind of he's a small forward, could play shooting guard. He is probably one of the most athletic people in the draft. And the Heat. They have Winslow, they have Goran Dragic, and they have Asan Whiteside. And, and honestly, Josh I really don't, don't know if they have anyone else. That's Josh Richardson. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> like honestly, the Heat have three players that you could consider building blocks. They have a lot of bad contracts. Like that's yes. what I see in the Heat. They're a lot like the Hornets, just they have less bad contracts than the Hornets. They, the they ho- have Kelly Olynyk. The Heat, and, right? <laughs> right. Young waiters, yeah. This, this, they're not really a. They need a player like they don't need a certain position. They just kind of need another player. They need a prospect. They need talent. They need a prospect. Nasir Little is a really good prospect. He's like he's not really proven yet, honestly. But he could. Uh-huh. He's a really good like prospect kind of player. He could end up being really good. Uh, the Heat have three guys who are really like honestly building blocks: Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, and Bam Adebayo. That's Those sad. are the three guys going forward. That's and sad. like honestly, at this point, if you're the Heat. You just got to keep adding to that group and hope that that, as a group, after those bad contracts are up, ends up, like, just kind of getting better together, I think. 
I don't think it's a hot take here, but the best that that group can hope to be at one point is the Clippers mm-hmm. of today. Like, right, right. That group, there's, there's no. Yeah, I mean, there's young. no A-list prospects in that group. Yeah, but no, that's what the Miami Heat have. So you got to add to that group, honestly. So. All right, cool. So we have now next pick up. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, the good Boston pick, Celtics at fourteen, and I think the Celtics are going to make this pick because there's a guy who falls, and Connor didn't even put him on the spreadsheet. Oh, I didn't know because I don't think he's very good, and that's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, I'm taking Keldon Johnson out of Kentucky. Um, okay, enjoy. <laughs> I, I I think I think the guy I think he's I think he's a good player, and I I know I know what you're saying. I I think he's a good player. Um, the thing that sh- uh, he is six six. He shot forty six percent from the field. Only thirty eight percent from three, which is not terrible. That's pretty good. Yeah. But honestly, for the Celtics. Like, they're looking at, like, so if Kyrie leaves and Terry Rozier leave, you have a hole at the point guard position. But I don't think the Celtics really care about trying to plug holes right now because they're trying to, I think, get Kyrie back. I mean, I think that's what they're trying no, to I do. No, I think they're going to pick a Kyrie replacement later in the draft. We'll get to that. Right. Yeah. I, they could. I, I, I'm looking at that. Right. But I think Kelvin Johnson is, like, like I had him going probably higher in all in all honesty, like probably somewhere like 10, 11, 12. but I think he's a just a, like a solid player for the Celtics to have here. He's a guy that they have three first round picks. Take You're gonna hit one of them. Like just take a guy who's a prospect and who's rated higher that fell to you. Like that's honestly what the Celtics are looking to do. So um, average thirteen and a half points a game. I think I mean, the field goal percentage is what like come like just. Oh. Strikes me honestly, Carson. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you care? Or? I didn't. I didn't really watch much of SEC basketball, as great as it is. But <laughs> personally, I thought when I did watch that PJ Washington was the best player for Kentucky this year. Hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, I, I understand where Brandon's coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it, Kelton Johnson's just a better, like, just a guy who I think would be taken higher in the draft. Awesome. All right. Well, we are finished with the lottery, aren't we? Uh, I think so, yeah, that's the lottery. Awesome. All right, guys, so we're done officially with the lottery. So there was one small mess up. Brendan actually had the Pistons pick, and Carson was supposed to have the Celtics. It's just a spreadsheet. They're so close together, man. It's, it's okay. confusing. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Carson's going to get the next two Celtics picks, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's also going to get the Pistons pick. Right, so, yeah, at 15. Yep, yeah, at 15. Sounds so good. let's start off there. Carson, you got the Pistons at 15. So... The Pistons, what, they picked Luke Kennard two years ago, I think. <laughs> Over Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> with, like, the, with, like, the 13th pick. Yeah. I think the perfect Pistons pick is Tyler Hero. Hero <laughs> from Kentucky. Hero ball, totally, baby. Totally, yeah. yeah. He, he is a really good player. Great offensive score. Great shooter. But there is honestly no reason that he should go in the first round, if not towards the very end. He's I don't a, know. He's a I really disagree. He has size, I but think, there's really nothing nothing too special well, about him that's different than anybody else. My question is, in, for both of you guys, I guess, Tyler Hero versus Kyle Guy. Other than Tyler Hero being 6'5", and Kyle Guy's, what, 6'2", 6'3", what's the difference? Say Hero's more athletic. Yeah, Hero's more athletic, and I think he's he's just a better shooter, I think. No, that's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say BS on that. I don't, <laughs> th- I don't think, I, I think three-point shooter. He did. He's a. He's he a. Shot, no, he shot watching. Six percent from the field. Yeah, he's a and really he, good shooter. Just a pure shooter guy. Like he's, he he's he's a lot. If Luke Kennard is a good shooter, he's a lot better than Luke Kennard. <laughs> like, and for the Pistons, like I think that's a good pick. Because honestly, at this point, the Pistons just need guys who can shoot. Because like, or they just need like bodies on that team. Honestly, like guys who can like shoot a good percentage for three or or, or just from the field, as Carson was saying. Because okay. they have Blake and Andre Drummond. So, like, they just need players on the wing and in the backcourt. So, I mean, that's a good pick. So Maybe. We'll see. I think it's a good pick. That's fine. Carson, good job. That was actually that's a good Pistons pick, Thank though. You. That makes the most sense for the Pistons. Like, they're going to go they reach on it. Yep. They still have Reggie Jackson running the point. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense for them. So, uh, cool. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, what's the next pick? So, Connor is the Orlando Magic here. And then the Hawks. Ooh. You have back-to-back picks here. Actually, I got a perfect pick here for the Magic. All right. All right, so DJ Augustine's getting older. They need to find his replacement, and I don't agree with this at all, but I think they're taking Romeo Langford. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the guy was a stud out of high school. He wasn't really great in college. I mean, he shot 
But Connor, they have Markel Fultz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> his uh, he shot twenty seven percent from three. I don't know if it's going to get much better than that, but I think he's at least a good game manager, and he can fill in for the Augustine role. Uh, Carson, any thoughts there? Or? Yeah, I I thought I think that the Magic will take a Mo Bamba part two with Bol Bol, but oh, okay. no, but, more uh, centers. I think is it, oh yeah, really quick question: Is uh, Romeo Linkford got a longer wingspan than Bol Bol? <laughs> I doubt it. If, um, if the answer is not. okay, well if it's no, then we should take the wingspan. That's yeah, right, it. Right, right. That's uh, yes, of course, of course. That's more important. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think Romeo Linkford makes sense for yeah. them. But it's a good pick. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He's he's really. He's has he does red flags a lot of the time when you watch him play. Like he doesn't really hustle that much when you watch. Like he's not. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. No, I wouldn't. He jumps out to you when it turns like of like his like physical abilities, but like he's not. He's not anything particularly great. <laughs> like he he's a good player, and I think the Magic would like to have him, especially falling to that pick. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just a it's a very Magic pick. I think that's a solid pick. So. All right, so I got one more, and then I'm kind of actually I only got like one or two more after this. So, um, all right, so with the seventeenth pick, oh, uh, you know what? With the seventeenth pick, I'm kind of interested in moving back. Uh, so let's do this. Uh, you know what? Let's make a trade with. Do I have the Jazz? I have the Jazz. You have the Jazz. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna trade back with the Jazz, and can I get this year's pick and next year's pick? I'm gonna go with no because I have something in mind for the Jazz. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Carson, your thoughts? Two two thirds vote. <laughs> well, it's uh, my pick. Go for it. Sounds well, it's good. my pick. What'd you say? <laughs> I said go for it. That sounds good. Sounds good. It's, two out of three. It's my pick. Oh no, not anymore. Uh, no, 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 no. You're trading my pick. First of all, how it worked, we said it worked, was you tell I the person with their pick, and then the other person who wasn't involved in the trade would accept the trade. Can I take the Thunder pick? Just I'll trade you 17, and then the Thunder pick this year and next year. I'll Second do that. Round. I will do Second that. Second round pick. I'll do that. Deal. Mm-hmm. I just want the Thunder pick. All right, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, so I have the Thunder here, and if I'm going 17, I think this is actually a realist. I think the Thunder could move up because the Thunder have needs I think they're across try the to board trade actually out of the draft completely either out of the draft or up yes. I don't think they'll end yes. up staying at that pick Agreed. um so there's a couple guys that I could realistically see the thunder trying to get but I think the one guy that I would really like to see them get is PJ Washington okay out of Kentucky that's a good pick. um maybe a little bit of a reach but I don't really think so um he's really really good player uh, from watching him at Kentucky. And Carson said I, he's the best player on the court. I think yeah. you're probably not wrong there. Um, again, he shot 52% from the field, 42% from three. He's I, he's a really, I think, above average, like, I think, defender, honestly. He's just a good player. And for the Thunder, you need, there's a hole at the four spot, clearly. So filling that with a guy like P.J. Washington, who I think could fit really well there and honestly just be a plug-and-play guy and would probably be a reliable player to have. And it wouldn't be like uh, – he wouldn't be at a disadvantage that you had a rookie starting for you as a possibility that they would be starting. So I think P.J. Washington's good. I think the Thunder – I think there would be people who would take P.J. Washington. We're, we're, we got it. We're good. Yeah. We're good, man. I think there are people who take P.J. Washington. Stop bragging about my team. Stop bragging about my team. Okay. Yeah, I'm picking for your team. So do you like that pick as yeah. a Thunder fan? No, we, we need shooting, but that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Uh, the Carson. Thunder need a playoff win. Yeah, for <laughs> dude. Good one. Ha, ha. But he's so <laughs> true and it's sad. Carson, we have next pick. What are we at? So the next pick is the Indiana Pacers. At what? Seven, at 18. Sorry. 18. All right. Uh, yep, Carson, you're up, buddy. So the Pacers, they have they, – they, they have Oladipo, if he can stay healthy, he's really good. They have Sabonis. They still have C.J. Miles. And I don't, this isn't a Pacers type pick per se. I don't think they would, but I, Nikhil Alexander Walker, um, because they don't, they don't really have, do do they have a solid three there? 
I mean, I if you count Boyan Bogdanovich, he's a free agent though, so like, I mean, interesting. Yeah, so. and he, I feel like he's kind of he can play power forward too. But I mean, Alexander Walker obviously went to Tech. Not too many good things I can say about him, but <laughs> he is he is a good scorer. NBA, there's not much defense, so he'll be able to drive because he he can drive a lot. He's not the best shooter, but he has the ability to have people guard him outside, and then he can go, uh, blow by him. And again, th- there's a lot of the similar type people in this draft that are kind of mm. like a six five, six six type shooting guard that can play a stretch forward too. They just kind of have the body to play everything, so they're athletic. They can play defense, and he's probably just best available at this point. I think that makes a lot of sense there. So good pick. Um, I, I'm yeah. good. Are you good? I, I like Alexander Walker. That's a good pick. Uh, obviously, yeah. the Pacers need, I think, guards. Um, they took Aaron Holiday last year, and I think he and Alexander Walker are an interesting pair because um, he's a good defender, a uh, pretty good defender. So, And Aaron Holiday is a good scorer. So, good yeah. compliment. All right, uh, 19. Is the Spurs. Oh, man, this is fun. Um, the Spurs. <laughs> this is. I'm going to go with a classic Spurs pick, all right? So when I say classic Spurs pick, what do you think of immediately? You're picking a big man and Correct. you're picking a European. Exactly. I'm doing bo- knocking both those things out. Good. I'm doing Goga Batadze, who's an international player. Is he on your board here? Yeah, he is. He's number 20. Uh, Sorry, I got to find him. Yes. Um, from Georgia, the country, not the state. Uh, thanks for pointing that out, Connor. Um, no, no problem. <laughs> um, I think he's, he's very long, and that is ve- something the Spurs, I think, you know, they just could use, I think, a kind of... They always, I mean, they always pick European players. Like, so let's be honest. You don't need to even remotely explain this pick because at it's all. such a Spurs pick. It's like, such a Spurs pick. Yeah. International, a big man. I mean, if Jakob Pertl is what you believe is the center, then good luck because Jakob Pertl wasn't anything on the Raptors. So, Fair enough. <laughs> so I mean, this this kid could end up being something. So, I, actually, I think pick. it makes the most sense for them actually, yeah. and they've got a lot of rebuilding to yeah, do anyway. Totally. So, oh yeah. All right, twenty. Where are we? Twenty is uh, the Carson uh, with the Celtics. Oh yeah, that's right. So, pretty much just about every mug, other mug draft I've seen has just been this pick, and that is going to be Ty Jerome to the Celtics. Woo! <laughs> Obviously, there's some bias there, because I think Ty Jerome is just a fantastic point guard. He's big. He's bigger than probably a lot of threes in the NBA. He's just a dead-eye shooter. He can do everything. But, obviously, with Kyrie probably going to the Nets or – and not going back to Boston, they're going to need a point guard. And if they can get Jerome, who I think could be a eight, nine-year really solid player in the NBA, they'll have a really good young core coming up. Yeah. With Al Horford, of course, still rolling at center. I honestly, yeah, exactly. I love that pick for them. Uh, no explanation needed from me. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's a good pick. I yeah. like that a lot. Like, he's perfect for Angel's system, too. But mm-hmm. slow it down. He's just very hyper-intelligent. Um yeah. yeah, and yeah. Brad Stevens being at BYU, he's a he still kind of runs the Celtics like a college team. They play good defense, they take smart shots, yep. and that's what Ty Jerome does. So Heads up, you said BYU. See that Stevens kind of player. You said BYU. You mean Butler? I mean Butler. You're you're they're, they're, they're the same school, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Bunch of white guys yeah. for real. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they shoot threes and they do good. That's you know. Going here with Jimmer for that, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, there we go. Good pick. I like that a lot. Great pick. And also, Jerome averaged 5.5 assists in that Bennett offense last year. Yeah. Man. That's a good... I mean, honestly, if you don't get someone better at point guard, like, I'd be fine running tied to a point guard. Like, I wouldn't feel bad about that You watched the last three games, the Elite Eight, Final Four, and the National Title. Oh, man. I mean, he's so good. You can pick up random games throughout the year. His worst set of games was the ACC tournament, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, every, that was the entire team's worst set of games. Yeah, and, and he, was, he even said, I think, he had, like, the flu. So... Yeah, no, I'm I'm all in, man. Those games against Duke, he, tra- you know, he took over at times, getting like buckets, and I know we lost, but yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, twenty two. Small pick. Uh, it's twenty one. This is the Hawks. So Connor, you have another pick. Hawks again. All right, so Hawks kind of have a lot going on right now. Uh, we have a draft and stash, but I want to pick a guy who can shoot the ball. Uh, we've already got Reddish on our side, um, but I think they're also looking for just. Just a little bit extra there, right? They need some rebounding. Just a guy that can also bring off the bench. Uh, and I'm a huge fan of... I'm going here. I'm going uh, Cam Johnson. Mm. Um, oh, dude. When I saw the Duke Carolina game, I loved watching him play. Yeah. I, I feel like... He was amazing. 
Look, and honestly, if Reddish doesn't work out, man, Johnson, I think, easily could. So, I mean, the guy was a beast. He shot 45% from three. I mean, there, no, nothing else needed to be said there. Granted, he is 25, so he's kind of like a Malcolm Brogdon coming in, like, right, older. Right, yeah. But even then, he can still get you six really solid years in his prime. Oh, so. certainly. Like, I, I think, is he, is he 25? Or he's, 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 he's 25, yeah, because he transferred from Pitt and sat out. That's right. Wait, did he set out? Cause I'm the, pretty sure he set out. I'm just going to look it up. Uh, Cam Johnson. Maybe not. I know, he, I know he's 25, though. He's so. 23. Still pretty old. Don't matter. Really? That's, yeah, he's old, but yeah, he's only Still 23. Old. He was 25. Either way, yeah. Either way. Really yeah, I, I would completely agree with you there. Uh, I like the pick. But yeah, I, I do like a little Cam Johnson. I'm a big ACC homer, too. So yeah. That I helps, take the ACC, but. guys. That is, I, like, <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, 22 is Carson again with the Celtics. Their third, their last, their third and final first round pick. Okay. So the Celtics, we have who so far? The Celtics, uh, I well, I did well, kind of. Uh, Kelvin Johnson and uh, Ty Jerome. Okay, so the the Celtics, they don't other than Al Horford, they don't really have a big man, and this may be kind of out of nowhere. No, I'm not picking Bull Bull. I'm not a fan of him, but I. I think a solid pick for the Celtics could be Bruno Fernando. I know he's out of nowhere, played for Maryland, but he is an absolute, he can control the paint. He gets blocks when he wants to. He is an absolute huge body. He's not very good on offense, but if Tatum and Jalen Brown can work out like they need to, Fernando could even play power forward and he can really hold down the paint. I, I love that pick. That's awesome, and that feels like a Celtics yeah. pick, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, – I don't know if necessarily if Fernando would go in the first round, but honestly, the Celtics, that's a good pick. Like, the Celtics can honestly take whoever they want. <laughs> yeah. And it would honestly be just whatever they think works for their system. I think how you described Fernando, I think is I think, I think that's a good pick. He'd really be like the guy after Al Horford, uh, successor Al Horford. In, in all so. fairness, Carson, uh, so Capengale is about 10 spots higher on my list, right? Uh, that's who I was. But my only thing is, like, yeah, I don't see the difference between him and Fernando, really. Honestly, really, like, not really. So I, I, I'm fine. The pick makes sense. Like, there's, I'm sorry, there's a difference, yeah. but potential-wise, I mean, they both could yeah. be good. At the ACC tournament, I was watching him, and he didn't – really, Florida State was staying in the game because of uh, – what's uh, what's the kid's name? The kid who was, like, just like Jonathan Isaac, but different. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking about. I don't remember his I name. I can't think of his name, but that he was keeping him in the game that – Having a cat, having Galley, him. He, yeah. He didn't really do much. I can picture him, but he he wasn't doing too much. Mm. Um, yeah, I I like that pick. Uh, honestly, for the Celtics, that's a just they, a big man. You know, just kind of they need spots on the team at this point, especially because they might be compromised a little bit financially with Gordon Hayward and Al Horford's contracts. Yeah. Um. So just oh, getting hey, young guys. I got it. Phil Kofer. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, or Terrence Mann. Actually, I think it was oh, Terrence Mann. Ter- Ter- it was Mann and Kofer, though. Yes, they both have that, like, that hair. Yep. Oh, dude, yep. yeah, the Florida State hair. Yeah, exactly. Every single player has that hair. <laughs> so. Yeah, good pick. I like it. Cool. All right. Uh, so, 23? Celtics uh, finished their picks. 23 is the Utah Jazz. There's some players that have fallen in this draft. But honestly, if I'm the Jazz, I don't want to take another young player because the past two picks for the Jazz have not really been much. Uh, they took Grayson Allen last year in the Grayson. first round, who we just can't complain about. But I can't remember who they took two years ago in the uh, first no, round. Donovan Mitchell. Well, oh, it was no, but they traded that. But like, you don't what Mitchell. I think there was a guy. I feel like there was another pick that they made. That's first round. Okay, fine. But Grayson, I don't. I don't think they want to make this pick. Let's be honest. Um, I am gonna propose a trade. I know Connor. It has the Grizzlies. Okay. Um, and this is not necessarily for a pick. I just think that maybe the Grizzlies want this. I'm going to trade you this pick to the Grizzlies um, along with, I think, Derek Favors. Um, I'm going to give – I'll give you my first-round pick next year for Utah. And probably, I guess I'd throw in uh, probably Dante Exum and Grayson Allen. There's not a lot of assets, but, again, Grizzlies just took John Morant. 
So do you really want to have Mike Conley going into the are you, season? Are you trading you yeah. want to trade Mike Conley? Yeah, that actually I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay. I'm in. I think that's a totally um, realistic trade. Just yes. salaries and two picks. Mickey I Rubio think that's is going to be out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. a big contract. I think you, uh, Memphis wants to get off of it. Okay. Deal. And so, so I'll so, take that pick. So you got that pick at 23. 23. Uh, let's get kind of dumb. I don't think they – actually, you know what? I'm not going to get dumb at all. Uh, let's. I think that they're going to pick some athletes, and they just kind of need a little bit of everything. But Jaron Jackson played well. I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to go after a three guard. Um, so I actually really like Chumo Kiki. Uh, yeah. I know he tore his ACL, but I think he could be a solid player for him, plug and play here in about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I like him. He's super athletic and yeah, had a great, great SEC run there. So there you go. Yeah. All right, so this pick is the, I believe, the 76ers. 24. And that, who has this pick? I got this one. That is, Con- yeah, Connor has the uh, Sixers. Oh, man, Sixers are such a weird team. They need a player that can help them win to get going forward. And I know we've kind of had Sparky fall here because I don't like him a whole lot, but they do need some shooting. The Sixers, he's really talented in the Sixers. Need. Maybe, like, we'll he's see. A shooter. I mean, I'm going to go Kevin Porter Jr., uh, I know it's like he probably is a projected lottery pick, um, but yeah, I, I think at this point the Sixers would just take talent. If he, if he fell, the Sixers that would be a dream a scenario, yeah. I think, for them because he he's he, he could replace JJ Redick if JJ Redick decides that well, he's going to leave. All he has to do is play like five games. He's better than Markel Fultz. Totally. So, so <laughs> I mean, I think if Kevin Porter falls, that's that's a pretty solid pick, <laughs> and I, I like it. So. Cool. All right, we are churning through this. What pick are we on? This is 25. This is the Blazers. All right, Carson. Carson is the Blazers. So, obviously, they have Dame and CJ McCollum, and that's who they're going to try to build around. Um, and Joseph Nurchik is coming back from, is it an ACL tear? Mm, I want to say it was a, like a... It was, I don't think it was a complete tear. You have to look it up everywhere. I yeah. want to say it's like an Achilles, but I know it's not an Achilles. Because I would have remembered that. He had an that. kept them out for the playoffs. But he is a really broke solid his leg. Yeah, broke he, he broke his leg, that's right. Yeah. It was the, a scary. The, the, the three and four for them is just kind of awkward. They have Evan Turner, Mo Harkless, and Aminu. And they're just kind of in like a stuck position. So I think they should take Grant Williams from Tennessee. Yeah. yeah good pick. That's a good pick. I like it. He, watching him this year at Tennessee, obviously they have Schofield and Jordan Bone. They have good players overall. But Grant Williams was a centerpiece. The one game I was watching, he had, I think it was against Kentucky or Purdue, he had like 42 points, and he shot 20 for 20 from free throws. He's he's super consistent. He has good field goal percentage, and he's just an overall big dude. He's he's like, he's kind of tall, but he's just a big dude. He's a good defender. He's just kind of an overall, I don't think he'll be a star, but he's just an overall good role player and something that the Blazers need. Yeah, I actually love that pick. It's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, solid. Really good. And, I mean, look at his rebound numbers. He had seven and a half rebounds a game. Yeah, I think. Uh, average one steal, uh, one and a half blocks. Yeah. All-around guy, I think. Love it. He's great good rebound. I think rebounding is good because I don't know if Nurkic is a great rebounder per se. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you got Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum chucking up shots. You get to have somebody rebound. Exactly, <laughs> right. So, what is he? He's 6'9", right? Yeah. Yeah, so a pretty tall guy. I mean, I think that's a good fit. I like it. Especially okay. if, Al- if Aminu decides to, to walk. If they yeah. let Aminu walk. He's a free agent. So. If Amini walks, then he's the instant replacement uh, for Alfred Amini. So, Perfect. I like that pick a lot. Um, so this is twenty six with the Cavs. Connor, you're on the okay. on the board here. Um, man, uh, the Cavs already got DeAndre Hunter. Uh, they already have Colin Sexton. They've got Kevin Love. Man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dumb here. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, they have no reason not to try it. I'm going bowl bowl. It's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Tristan Thompson, like, I mean, there's no reason to really keep him around. No, he's like, a, I mean, Bobo's a quite the physical specimen. Yeah, if honestly. it works, it works. If it doesn't, totally. who cares? So, yeah, Bobo. I like that. For a late first-round pick, coming off an injury, I mean, I don't, it could affect his athleticism a little bit, but I don't think that's a big deal. No. He's, he's a if he can shoot, pretty he can huge shoot. dude yeah, exactly. who can shoot threes, which is kind of crazy. It's all about that wingspan. DeAndre exactly. Hunter, 7-2, Bobo's totally, probably 7-6, so. Yeah. Uh, cool. Man, that was an easy pick. It was. Uh, so now we have the Nets at 27. Who, who Carson. The Nets? Carson, you have the Nets. So, D'Lo's leaving. The thing is, oh, yeah. it's kind of it's confirmed that D'Lo's leaving. We're not sure. But it's not confirmed if 
Kyrie's going there. Who knows? He signed with Rock Nation. Yeah. What about it? Here's here's my sub rumor for. They might do a sign-in trade and swap those two guys. Boston gets D'Lo and Brooklyn gets Kyrie. Yeah. Boston will get D'Lo and a couple picks. Kyrie, I think Kyrie's the type of person who get around a two-guard lineup. So I'm going to take Carson Edwards for the Nets. Ooh, I was going to use him later. Nice. I was going to, too. (laughs) Nice. The next pick is the Warriors, and obviously they could use him. But Carson Edwards, Joe Harris can run a three. If they, they get Kyrie... And Carson Edwards, because Kyrie's not too small. Kyrie's what, like six two, six three? Yeah, something like that. He can he can play two ball. They can run small ball on him. They would be the best three point shooting team in, in the in the NBA without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Carson Edwards, That's he's explosive. Like yeah, the UVA gave him forty two and made like twelve threes, but he is really explosive off the dribble. He's not he he's small, but he can he can take it to the rim. He's just he's an offensive superstar really. Yeah. So Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Is there yeah. anything? <laughs> no, I mean, that Tennessee game, too. I mean, the whole NCAA tournament was out of his mind. But he had a great Big Ten uh, campaign as well. Right. So, I mean, they were oh, yeah. crazy. I remember watching him, and that dude could light it up from three. Like, he's Yeah. Well, 24 points this year. I mean, literally, I, I remember before the UVA game, uh, I was like, all right, I'm happy because we can just put DeAndre Hunter on Carson Edwards. And he started pulling up from the logo, and you're like, oh, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for real. So, yeah. I know. Great pick. I mean, I would I would certainly take him in the first round if I was the team. So yeah, cool. All right, so this is the Golden State Warriors at twenty eight. At twenty eight, Golden State. If you think about what Golden State's lineup is going to look like next year, yeah, it's tough. Could you like? It's Steph Curry and Draymond for the starting lineup at this point. Clay's yeah. out. Durant's gone. Have to start. Even that if they resign. Even if they re-sign Clay Thompson, he's not playing. I mean, he's out. Yeah. Iguodala? I got I Iggy, I mean, if they try to move him. Like, I need to get a guy who I think is a guy who can come in and just be in that team. And, like, because this team's going to make the playoffs. I think even if they don't make a good pick here, or okay. even if they trade this pick, I think they're still going to make the playoffs because it's Steph Curry and Dream. Like, it's two all-star. You know, like, their team is probably going to make the playoffs. All right. Mm-hmm. I just need a guy who I think I can plug in that. Play. I think I'm gonna go. I I wanted Carson Edwards. Carson. <laughs> That's sorry. Sorry. Uh, you're fine. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with um my boy Matisse Thibault here. Okay, I think it's um, a good pick. Honestly, a guy who you can just put next to Steph, who's a good defense. He was the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. A guy who you can just put next to Steph. He doesn't have to do anything special. He just has to defend. Again, his offensive numbers are not anything special. <laughs> I just want a guy who, especially even after Clay comes back, who I can just have off my bench, who's just a good defender, and I think he fits that bill. So, perfect. Oh yeah, solid. He, he averaged like two point five steals this year, I think. Yeah, really good. Yeah, defender. and yeah, he's a good block. Gets a lot of blocks too. So, oh yeah, you know. he can pretty much guard one through five. Three point five mm-hmm. steals a game. Yeah, wow. Play alongside right. stuff. You know, yeah, be that defensive guy. So yeah, I like that. That's a that's a really good pick. So they probably start. Let's be honest. He's probably gonna start yeah, next year for the Belgium, Warriors. Yeah. Unless um, they can get some of the minimum. But. So, who's that, 29? 29 is the Spurs. Oh, that's um, this is super, super interesting. Um, man, I think I, I really wanted to go with uh, another European guy, but I don't think I'm going to because there's a guy who's fell. Um, I think I'm going to go. I don't think I'm going to go with Cabin Gelly here. A part of me wants to go with him, but I just picked uh, Batadze for the other pick. Mm-hmm. Um, who's a big man? He's he's a pretty tall dude. So I'm gonna go with Casey Opala here. Yeah, that's um, a really good pick. Just an interesting player out of Stanford, Pac-12 guy. Uh, had decent field goal percentage. Wasn't a great three-point shooter. Um, he's a. I mean, I mean, he's just an overall. He's just a solid player, and he's how tall is he? He's six nine. So I mean, he would probably fit uh in the three here, especially if Rudy Gay leaves. You know, just. Have Casey Opala here. He's just a prospect guy who the Spurs could develop, could benefit under Greg Popovich. I mean, any player benefits under Greg Popovich. So, yeah. I mean, having Casey Opala, I mean, he fell, so that's and, I think that's a, a win for the Spurs. And he's a Stanford guy. Right. I mean, you already know he's mm-hmm. he's got some brains there. Yeah. Um, so he's probably on the line. Um, cool. All right, so last pick is the Bucks. The Bucks. Uh, that's your pick. All right, so last pick. Um, guys, this isn't happening. I don't care. With a third, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Carson, I have to. The, the Bucks do need shooting. They're they like need the shooting. They, they do. They need to probably replace Malcolm Brogdon if he Maybe leaves. Maybe Brook Lopez if he leaves. I'm just saying, 
Oh, I really wanted to take Taylan Horton Tucker, but I don't care about him or Iowa State. <laughs> or yeah. So with no, the 30th pick, pick, we're taking we're taking Kyle Guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nah, actually, I don't. Yeah, who, who do I? I don't care. Um, or actually, you know what? Take uh, Bobo, Connor. I'm not. I already took Bobo. You did? Yeah. When did you take Bobo? At uh, for the Cavs. Oh, you're right. Actually, no, it's a better pick. I love Kyle Guy, but um, <laughs> I'm actually going Dylan Windler. Okay. Out of Belmont. Sure. The guy averaged yeah. shot like 42% from three, man. Like He's probably like Kyle Guy, but can't do anything other than two threes. That's true. He's probably just taller. Yeah. yeah. He actually got a lot of rebounds this year, but he's in the NFL. He's in Milwaukee. Yeah, he's, you put him as a hybrid guy. I agree. Uh, he just yeah. play multiple positions, he's, honestly. He's kind of like Dante DiVincenzo, where you're like, totally. just keep getting these guys. But he's got 10.8 rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.4 steals, only had two turnovers. Shoot. Milwaukee really is probably the one of the worst. Like, for being a good team, if they can actually become a decent shooting team, dude, they'll win, start winning championships. Oh, yeah. Giannis can't even shoot mid-range. Brogdon's a good shooter, but he's not. Like, when you think of Brogdon, you don't think shooter. No, yeah, Middleton, Middleton's a good shooter. The guys who were really the shooters last year were the big men, Miritich and Lopez. So if they can get a guy in the backcourt or on the wing who can yeah. shoot... That's a win, I think. Yep. Their big win, their big men are too busy shooting threes instead of rebounding. Right. right yeah. So if you can take a little pressure off them to shoot, then that's a win. All right, uh, Carson. I think we're all done, man. Wow. That, I know. It took a little while, but really, we normally trade it up. I think those teams that we had you didn't have picks kind of are okay care. with not trading up. Like yeah. nothing really special here outside. Like like in the twenties. So. Yeah. So I worry about that. Awesome. Well, Carson, thank you for joining us. Uh, really appreciate it. Look forward to having you on some more. Uh, guys, we're going to make sure – follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're just at Offscript Swish. Uh, so make sure to follow us there. We do a lot of NBA stuff, uh, different tweets of that nature, all that. Um, but, yeah, go there as well as our website, offscriptonline.com. Uh, but, yeah, great great episode. Looking forward to the draft. We're going to do a post-draft discussion, I know. And yeah, anything else you guys want to add? I mean, this was pretty fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. was a good it. time. I'm kind of upset I didn't get to make the Anthony Davis trade live. I know. It sucks. Oh, well. They beat me to it. Sorry. The <laughs> uh, only thing I have to say is that the Mavericks, I think they have a second-round pick. They better pick Luka Samadzic so we can get Luka and Luka together. And they, <laughs> they can be literally... Break the NBA. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Cool. I Luka, really want that to happen. Luka Square. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you got t-shirts. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Carson. Appreciate it. And thanks to all of our listeners. And until next time, see you guys.